It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Could you be mine? Would you be mine? Please won't you be my neighbor? I am beyond excited to be talking about Mr. Rogers today. He is my absolute hero and I love him. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a podcast where I talk a ton and you just are like, yeah, absolutely. And kind of agree along. This is going to be my version of the rapping podcast. I feel like I'm not okay with you breathing in that microphone. It's where my nose is. Anyways, <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm so excited. Uh, from We're just going to dive in. I want to talk about his life story. Um, I, I Before we begin, um, I may say some things wrong. If I do, feel free to shoot us a message and correct me on it. Um, I love Mr. Rogers. I think he is an awesome man and has lived an amazing life and has left a huge legacy. Um, has done so much for just... Uh, promoting kindness in our world and I yeah I I light up when I start to talk about him so I'm super excited to be talking about Um, I'm gonna do my best to take all the books and everything I've read about his life and summarize them and put them in together uh, in a timeline while just kind of talking about the man he was and well just to let you know I know nothing about this guy besides which really hurts my heart I've never watched his show I've watched the movie okay so I'm here to be I'm here to learn Great. I'm excited for From it. the only Seth Clearwater. Seth Clearwater, here to spit some knowledge on Mr. Rogers. Yeah, spitting bars, bro. Be it's going to be great. Bars. Here we go. 100 ground, you know what I'm saying? On the beat, go ahead, spit that beat, bro. Spit ooh, that bar. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, hey. some good bars. <laughs> hey, welcome to P.S. There is More, a podcast about, well, we aren't quite sure. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at P.S. There is More and check out our Patreon by going to patreon.com slash P.S. There is More. Now, for the most chaotic part of your day, here are your hosts, Johnson Guthrie and Seth Parmenter. I have something to tell <laughs> Seth, Katie. Guess what, dude? What? Our What's Up Burger merch is up right now, dude. Woo! Um, Should I go look at it real quick? Yeah, let's go look at it. Uh, let's go to the store. All right, so okay. we're very excited okay. because this is our first ever merch that we've ever put out there. Oh, my god! And gosh. we talk a lot about this, but we finally done it. You can go it. to shop.psthereismore.com. Let me do that. Let me do that. Let me shop. Dot Whoa, PS there's there merch. is more.com. See what that looks like. Okay, you go to our shop. You, all right, shop. Okay, you yeah. got What's Up Burger class. You got a long sleeve there. Right. What's Up Burger coffee mug. What's Up Burger comfort tea. Oh. Comfort, uh, What's Up Burger uh, sweatshirt. Uh, What's Up Burger AirPod, AirPod cases. Yeah. Gen 1, Gen 2, Air, AirPods Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you also have What's up, burgers? Wine tumblers, bro. My gosh! You don't have to put wine in there because no, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not saying drink we just, wine. We really like the size the, of those cups. Those, in all honesty, those cups are awesome. They dude. make us feel like I don't know. It's like I'm a T Rex and holding like a little. I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, can we please have wine tumblers? Uh, so we do not encourage the. Have you seen the Star Wars tumblers? By um, what's that popular tum- place that does tumblers? Not Yeti, but it was another one. It's very, it's very, very, very cool. Really? Yeah, it's it's very, 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 very cool. I'm so excited for this. It's gonna be. I just am excited that we have some really cool merch out. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, we're also gonna have some PS. There is more merch. Here, yeah, here in a few minutes. So, um, Shout as out to of Johnson recording day, uh, the 28th. Um, this is going to this is live, so you can go to shop. Boop, boop. S H O P dot um, P S. There is more dot com. Whoop whoop. 
I am currently adding all these products to our featured page so you can get to them super quickly. If you want to go straight to the What's Up Burger uh, merch, all you have to do is go to whatsupburger.psthereismore.com and it will take you straight to the merch uh, line for What's Up Burger. So yeah. it's going to be great, man. I'm excited. Uh, we are, we're kind of shifting our focus, really focusing on our merch. That way, you know, you can get some really cool designs. You help support our podcast. Like I said, we don't pocket any of this. I know we keep saying that. We really don't. Um, what what it does buy is it helps us use it for our equipment. Yeah. Um, we want to keep improving the quality of our podcast so it may help us, you know, do better mics, do whatever. Um, what would be awesome is if you move to Cersei and we can record these in Cersei. But then we wouldn't have this awesome studio or equipment. But, but but listen, but listen, we'd be so funded. PS PS there is more. We'd be so funded that we can make our own studio. If we could do that, I mean, I would not be opposed to recording them in Cersei. Would you really not? Nope. You so you would drive to Cersei, or you would move back to Cersei. I have a place in Cersei that we could record these. If we oh. if if people go on buy our merch and stuff and help You're us fund bougie? to get our equipment, I have a place in Cersei that we. But could you record know these. what? If we if that happens. People in Cersei, like I get a lot of students who are like, "Hey, put me on there." Well, if we can do that. We can put them. We can put them on here. Oh, there you go. Because you know, instead of having to travel them here, yeah, and then they have to sit here for three hours and then be like, "Oh, you ready?" Show yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, we are talking about Mr. Rogers today. It is a beautiful day in this neighborhood, um, and I am rephrase s- that, please, sir. You're talking about Mr. Rogers today. I don't know a lot about him, so like, well, I'm going to tell you why he is such an amazing guy. Uh, yeah, tell me, tell me. If about I him. could pick some, uh, the best compliment I've ever received in my life uh, was somebody said you're like a Mister Rogers, and I was like, oh, legit. So I know, like, legitimately did just you, compared me to my hero. Oh my gosh, no, yeah. I did not. But they didn't know I loved Mister Rogers, so like, I started to tear up when they said that, and they're like, "Whoa, what's wrong with you?" And I'm like. That's like my hero. Thank you so much. Like, anyways, okay. So, Mister Rogers was born, um, obviously. <laughs> He was. Was uh, he really? Was he really born? <laughs> he was born to the Rogers family in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Uh, so a little bit about his like family and stuff. They were actually a very wealthy family. Uh, so they owned his family like owned a factory. <laughs> okay. From my understanding, uh, they owned a fan a factory, um, and his mother was. Uh, Nancy Flagg and his father obviously was uh, James Hill Rogers. Obviously, that's where the last name comes from. He had a sister. Um, so he had the whole family. Like he yeah, had a family. he had the whole family. Yeah. Um, okay, so he had a family. Yeah, so he had a sister, and so her name was uh, Eline. I always I always mispronounce her name. If I believe I'm correct, I think she was adopted. Actually, oh really? Um, I'm not positive on that, so don't quote me on that. But I believe she was adopted. Anyway, so. As a child, he was actually a really larger kid, so not a lot like, of people realize that. Um, like, 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 what do you mean by a larger kid? Like, like he was bigger in size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so wow. he was actually he was teased for being a fat kid when he was young. Um. So he was wow. he was teased all the time about how he was. Um, Sad. He was he was he was they called him uh, Fat Freddy I believe was his nickname. Oh, that that's so sad. Yeah, so it's a really terrible nickname. Um, but yeah. he also suffered from asthma. Um, so I'm like, I get you, bro. But <laughs> he suffered from asthma. Um, I also believe he had a little bit of ADHD. Um, so like really just you know struggling a little bit. You good? It was like a wasp. Going around that window. Or yeah, something. yeah, it was there that day. Oh, was um, it really? It's so, his appearance back. With his asthma and everything, due to the factory, 
um, that his family owned. It obviously produced a lot of smoke and stuff in the air. Um, but his family really focused on creating an awesome community in this town of Latrobe. Um, and so they, uh, it was really funny. Actually, the clock on that tower in their town was the way everybody set their clocks. So they were mean? responsible, like the time set on the clock tower on the factory was how they, was how, how they everybody told time. So really? the bells were like the factory was the center of that town. The family did such a great job of facilitating a community and taking care of everybody. That's awesome. It was really cool. Anyways, due to his asthma, he couldn't play outside during the summers because of the smoke and the farm dust and everything that was happening around uh, Pennsylvania, his town. Yeah. So he, his family actually bought the first air conditioner um, that went into Latrobe. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. And I believe it was the first one within the surrounding towns as well. So he stayed wow. in, he had to just stay inside all the time. Um, and so that's where his creativity really began. He started telling stories and coming up with all these different ideas because he was locked inside of a house. So him, it was him and another kid. Um, for a while, it was just him by himself. But eventually, he um, was joined by another kid. And I cannot remember the uh, person's name for the life of me. But the other kid also had asthma. And so they just stayed locked in the bedroom all the time with this air conditioner, which probably mm. wasn't amazing at that time. It was probably, it was just filtering the air. Yeah, it probably yeah. didn't make it cold or anything. But I mean, hey, um, I mean but it, it was yeah. filtered air so they could breathe. Um, and so he began to tell these stories to this kid. And like, just, I think that's where his foundations for education um, and storytelling really came from. Is yeah. he, he just helped entertain this other child. So fast forward a little bit. Um, he lived, he went through school and everything, started to graduate. He graduated um, from Dartmouth. Um, oh, that's a, that's a, that's a up there, bro. That's a big yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. That's he, awesome. Uh, he graduated Magna La, or Magna Cum La, La Day. What? Okay. I don't know. Something fancy. Uh, okay. <laughs> with all a degree right. in music composition, which people don't actually realize. They all think he has um, a degree in child development when it's actually a music composition. Um, hmm. He did study a little bit of child development, but never, never did anything. Um, and he also, uh, with a degree from, uh, he got his music composition degree from Robbins College in Winter Park, Florida, which I actually hmm. worked there. You worked <laughs> Or work. Yeah, I have some clients in Winter Park. Um, really? Yeah. So you're big time. No. Uh, so in college, oh. he met his uh, soon-to-be wife. He married actually one year later, uh, Miss Joanne Bird. Oh. Um, so it was she is an amazing woman. I'll yep. kind of talk about her a little bit more um, later on. Um, so she, uh, she really took care of him uh, and. She's she was an awesome lady. I really just supported his career. Um she she's known for um she's known for standing back and watching Mr. Roger and always having a twinkle in her eye because she was so proud of her husband. She just had so much joy in him, which is so cool to me. So um Rogers got a job at um uh of the his first public television station is actually the first public television station in the United States. Really? Uh-huh. And so, no, are, what? Mr. Rogers did that? Yeah, he got a job at the first one. Wow! So he got a job for with a TV show called The Children's Corner. It was his first show that he was ever on. Wow! Yeah, it was really cool. That's awesome. Um, so The Children's Corner is what laid the foundation uh, for Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, um, and it was later. The children's corner actually was, 
it could be classified as retitled to be called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, the shows were very, very similar. Uh, so this is where Rogers really started pioneering um, children's TV, honestly. Um, so he started pulling out these theories of directly talking to a child through the television set, making eye contact, asking them questions, doing this interactive um, style. And he started doing a lot of research into child development here. Yeah. Um, so the children's corner, uh, it had him and another lady. And I cannot tell you the name of her for the life of me. Um, oh, my goodness. She was also on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mm, mm. Jennifer. We'll go with Jennifer. Jenny. I don't think that's it at all. Anyways, so they did with the Jennifer, ch- and we're going to nickname her Jenny. Okay. Jenny. Uh but they um they hosted this show together. It he introduced puppets in this as well. Um so very, very, very similar. Um then he started uh working for WQED. Um, what's that? Which was a another it was kinda if I it was another public show. It was okay. in our public airing. Um, and he worked as a puppeteer. <laughs> a puppeteer. For, for another children's television show. So then that's where he started hiding in the backgrounds and stuff. Um, what do you mean hiding in the backgrounds? Like he wasn't he wasn't on screen. He was doing the behind the scenes stuff. Mr. Okay, Rogers okay. did a little bit of it all. Um, he, as much as he loved being on the screen as well, he also loved being behind the screen and helping. Yeah. Um, and so that's really cool. Uh Highly recommend um, the was it Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood movie? Is that the yeah, name of it? I think so. Highly recommend that. Also recommend uh, there is a book. Um, oh my goodness, it is the Mister Rogers book. I want to say it's it is called The Simple Faith of Mister Rogers. Highly recommend it. So Mister Rogers also was a uh, minister. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one surprised me actually when you told me that. Yeah, so he was a wasn't uh, he like a Catholic Methodist? I believe. Oh, Methodist, Methodist. I think he was a Methodist or a Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. We'll fact check real quick. Hey, just real quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, P.S. There is more merch is um currently up. So we have two lines of merch currently up right now, as we speak, Seth. I am so excited. Are you? I am. Are you gonna go buy some merch? I'm gonna go buy some merch. What are you gonna buy? I'm definitely getting a hoodie and a sweatshirt. Okay. So Mr. Rogers was a Presbyterian minister. Um, and so even though he didn't ever preach on television or anything, you could definitely see his faith through it. Um, so it's really cool. The book, uh, The Simple Face of Mr. Rogers, is about letters written back and forth between him and a woman um, and him just encouraging her in her faith and talking about just she eventually, after these interactions, she was so moved by how he helped her. Uh, kind of counseled her that she dove in and was like, I'm going to tribute and write write a story about his life. Um, so really cool. Oh. Anyways, WQED um, hired him as a puppeteer, which later um, introduced Daniel Tiger, or uh, which we know, what we know as today as Daniel Tiger, the cartoon show, uh, but was originally called Daniel the Striped Tiger, and it was a puppet show. Uh, okay. So... Daniel the Tiger, which is the children's show that now airs, is a tribute to Mr. Rogers and is owned by the Mr. Rogers Foundation. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm talking way too much, I know. I mean, you're just super excited, bro. I'm so excited. I mean, you're very passionate about um, this. So Daniel the Striped Tiger made his debut on the children's corner, but got his own television show. Uh, something that Mr. Rogers tributes to all of his puppeteering is his puppets are different sides of himself. And they are different stages of his life, which are really cool. So, um, the there is a puppet. I 
should know all these names, and they're just leaving me. Why, why should you know these names? Because uh, I, I just like Mr. Rogers' history. Um, but are you as passionate for Jesus as you are passionate as Mr. Rogers? Yes, I would argue I'm more passionate about Jesus. Thank you very much. Good. Anyways, so I'm just checking your faith here, dude. <laughs> I'm just checking your faith here. So, uh, all of his puppets are different stages of his life, is what he claims to be. So, as a child develops, there's always something for the child to connect within his show, which is really cool. So, okay. there is a little puppet, and it's a little, um, I think it's a little tiger or lion. It's brown, has a red nose. Um, and Lions and bears, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Lions and, and tigers and bears. It is the younger, it, so it represents his young self um, being a larger child who is self-conscious about everything. Um, that tiger, that puppet represents him, and so children can connect. It's really cool about the different stages. Anyways, we won't dive into that. So eventually, he had his first child, James, um, which was his very first son. Uh, later on, he had another child, oh, John. He had, he had children. Mm-hmm. I don't think it showed that in the book. I mean, in the movie, it didn't. It didn't. Wow. Uh, so James and John, uh, and I don't know if you caught that James and John, but oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he goes into seminary and graduates from Pittsburgh Theological Seminary in 1963. Dang right, he did. And he is ordained as a Presbyterian minister. Here we go Dang in right. 1963 as well. Um, he has his on-camera debut where he hosts his 15-minute episodes of Mister Rogers. Uh, for the Canada Broadcasting System. <laughs> Canada. So it's not Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood yet. It's Mr. Rogers. Um, Which I like I like that a little bit more than Neighborhood. So here... It's more clean. <laughs> well, anyways. He, uh, Do you disagree with me, Seth? I like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's what I grew up watching. Well, you actually watched this like, growing yes, up? Yes, absolutely. My Gana and I would watch it. Was it out when, like, really? Was it still going when... We were younger? I I believe so. If not, I was watching older versions of it, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. The final episode... Oh, well, the final episode was right before we uh we were birthed. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I was so. born in two, 2000. You were born in 2000? Yeah. So, okay. like, when was it? Oh, never mind. So, it was a, it was a year after you were birthed. Okay. Yeah, we have a two-year difference. That was... Passes my mind. Hmm. Yeah, Anyways. You, you forget I'm older old? than me? Yeah. <laughs> what? You forget I'm older? Do you think I'm younger than you? No, I just generally think we're about the same age. Oh. Anyways. uh, so Well, you're duly wrong, sir. He introduces <laughs> his show, uh, the Mr. Rogers Show, to the Cana- to the Canadian Broadcasting System. Uh, yeah. Again, carrying on this same kind of uh, uh, format. He uh, started... I believe on the Mr. Rogers show was when he first started introducing his piano playing and stuff. Um, he always played the piano for shows, but he started playing it in person and uh, it was seen visually there. He was an amazing, obviously he went for music composition. So obviously he knows how to compose songs. He composed um, the intro for the songs and any of the songs that he sang on the Mr. Rogers show, he wrote actually. So this dude's a minister. He is um, a puppeteer, a television a puppeteer. personality and also an artist. Yes, like an like a musician. Mm-hmm. Wow, he um, he's just such a cool guy. I love him. Uh, so he wrote the song uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor," uh, which is quality. Uh, in 1967, and then he later was appointed as a chairman at the White House 
for the mass media and child development. So oh, wow. Rogers uh, was able to influence um, the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was able to influence children's television. Um, he very much believed that children's, if children had television, that they should be educated and grown. It should not be just constant selling, uh, which it is today. Um, but sh- like commercials should not be. Um, like I have to have this to be happy, you know this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the very much what we use in marketing nowadays uh, to target audiences. He believed in not doing it. <laughs> so like kids. Yes, he believed that children should not be targeted uh, or be sold to. He said that shouldn't happen. First off, um, so he very much believed in that. But he also just wanted okay. all forms of children television to be educational while entertaining. Um, he believed at this very young age that development was such a key factor that we shouldn't be, you know, at we like SpongeBob. I promise he would be appalled by SpongeBob. Why? <laughs> um, just the stupidity factor of it, which we all find very comedic, and what makes a hit show um, was very much against his beliefs. I would argue. Um, really, it's yeah. not a developmental show. We're not gaining. The child uh, yeah, is not learning mental processing and yeah. child development skills. Um, yeah. It's more of uh, it's comedic stupidity. I yeah, mean, yeah. I so would, I would agree with that. It, not necessarily what Roger stood for. Um, so he got to really affect the future of television, um, which was so cool. So later on, he receives the Peabody Award. Uh, a what? A Peabody Award. Why is it called Peabody Award? Well, why is it called Peabody? It's probably somebody's last name. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, that would not be an award I'd want. <laughs> uh, named after George Foster Peabody uh, is American businessman, philanthropist George Peabody Arns, the powerful, enlightened, and uh, stories of television and radio media. So okay, so it was somebody. basically had a big influence in television and media and he got an award from it. okay yeah, okay yeah. i mean dude when you hear you know i just think of mr peabody and sherman the sermon sherman. yeah sherman uh and peabody the I've... dog and the little boy no i don't know man do you have no clue what i'm talking about uh, i don't think so oh my gosh okay i mean if i like googled it it might you know might spring or spring a memory there you know, I it's a white dog and a little boy. The uh, Peabody and what? It was what? Sherman and Peabody, I think. Sherman, yeah. and Peabody, Mister Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. Okay. It came out in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I've never seen this. Okay. It came Anyways, out in bro, <laughs> I was fourteen years old. You so, that? in on May first, nineteen sixty nine, he appeared before the Senate. Uh, to, uh, he appeared before the Senate, the U.S. Senate, to defund or to defend funding for public television. Uh, mm. So basically, they were wanting to withdraw and say, "Hey, you can't have money anymore." And he's like, "Uh, no. This is why we need this. This is why it's educational. We're changing lives here. Yeah, this should exist. Yeah, um, okay. if it becomes all corporate, there. At what point in time do we, you know? Yeah, when's it not controlled? Which is, you know." Oh, that's kind of realistic. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so later on, he... Uh, anyways, so he does this whole show. He def- he funds this all. So in Mr. Rogers, we meet uh, Jeffrey 
And I'm going to say his name wrong. I always do. Jeffrey? You talking about Jeffrey? Not our Jeffrey. Dude, Jeffrey's in this? Jeffrey Er Erlanger? Erlanger? I think. Jeffrey. So, Jeffrey. Hey, Jeffrey and Toomba. Oh, my gosh. Toomba. No. You're going to feel really bad once I start talking about this and making fun of Jeffrey. So I'm not making fun of no Jeffrey. Jeffrey was a disabled little boy. Okay. Um, and he was one of the first appearances that we see of somebody in a wheelchair with a disability on oh, wow. public on television. That's awesome. Yes. So Mr. Rogers was all about showing children and exposing them just to the world. Yeah. He's like, this is what it lives in. How can we be nice to people? Yeah. So him and Jeffrey became best friends. Uh, there are awesome. tons of layers of them corresponding, phone calls. And he actually, um, Jeffrey got to present one of Mr. Rogers' most memorable awards to him. Really? And you see Mr. Rogers, uh, Jeffrey roll, rolls out onto the stage. And it's like, please welcome Jeffrey. Da, da, da. And he rolls out and Mr. Rogers just burst into tears. Because he just built such a connection with this boy. Yeah. Um, and so it's so cool. It's one of the first times we really see... Um, just this on television. Yeah. Um. So in 1984, the Smithsonian um requests to have his sweater, and it they Wait, what his sweater. So Mr. Rogers is known for his sweaters. Yeah, They're, yeah, yeah. The red sweater. Yeah, the red yeah, yeah. sweater, which were all made by his mother. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either his mother or his wife. One of the two. I believe it's his mother though. Um, they were all homemade. They weren't factory made. They were all personally made for him. Yeah. And so. Um, what was really cool about his sweaters, and he talks about this, the reason he changes is it was to show that he was uh, changing into something more comfortable and he was home. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. You know what that's called? What? Intentionality. Intentionality, yes. So he would change. That's one of the reasons he would change. So he they asked for his sweater. Um, like to sell to people? or What do you mean? I'm sorry, I probably The Smithsonian them. like took his sweater and put it in a case. Like oh. his red sweater is in a case. They requested his sweater. Okay. Um so uh he ran into a little bit of trouble. <laughs> well he mean? didn't, but he uh Burger King actually Burger King and uh a couple other companies begin to hire actors that looked like Mr. Rogers. Oh. Because children trusted Mr. Rogers. Yeah. So they hired people who looked like him to promote their products. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers do? So, he go in there, karate chop him off? Hey, yeah. No, 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 no. He went in and apparently, uh, none of us fully know what happened, but he, I think he he, he had a meeting um, and just convinced them about child development and stuff is what is what said to happen uh, from so all sides. So he went in there and convinced these people. He convinced a multi-million dollar corporation to not... Do... Not to steal mm, his identity. To steal his identity. Oh, to steal or not, not to, to steal? He got them to stop. That's insane. Bro, bro was awesome. What a... What a... Bro, say, like, I say this in like the, the coolest way possible. What a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> not meaning like with the actual definition of a pimp, but like, what a beast. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. He was awesome. Okay. So, he began to film. Uh, I'm bringing this on. Which one? Make sure I say this right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, he got, he actually had another lawsuit. Um, and there was a, um, 
there was a um okay a club that's the best way to say it um i don't want to fully say the name or stuff um that a, a discriminatory club that um began to copy his shows um. as well and teaching children that uh, about racism and like, stuff it was a but good thing or a bad thing bad thing so okay. they began to uh so talk- they, but they began saying that was a bad thing like racism was bad right mr rogers has always been a big advocate that all people are created equal no matter skin color yeah he's a, he, he's always done this yeah um so there was a uh, there was a group that began to copy his shows and again with the mr rogers look alike uh they began to talk about how one race was superior and that oh so you're saying that these people Made a mock ma- mock up of his show and were were airing it. Yeah, uh, talking about how when uh, how when race was superior. Wow, and he forced this uh, group to stop imitating his show. Um, he he won a lawsuit against them to stop, which is really awesome. Yeah, um, he like, just he was very protective of his identity and making sure that no one he he wanted to make sure that he was yes. honest and pure in everything he did. And that's very smart because I know when you like when you rise I'm not saying like when you rise to fame, mm-hmm. uh like when you get a lot of popularity, a lot of people looking at you, they're gonna want to copy you. Yeah. So in nineteen ninety six he was declared uh one of the top fifty T V show mm. top fifty T V shows. <laughs> Sorry okay. I got choked. Uh it's okay. he was declared one of the top fifty T V shows, um and one of the top fifty T V stars of all time. Uh, he only did one appearance in a guest show, which was really funny. Uh, but if you've ever watched Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, he uh, was the <laughs> he was the visiting uh, minister on that show. <laughs> uh, okay. And so really odd, but apparently they were good friends. And so, uh, yeah, he didn't do visiting on his show, but he did. He came into the town and was like, uh, they were struggling with some stuff. It was really cool. Actually, the minister um, in the show was struggling. He's oh. like, I'm really struggling as a pastor and stuff. And Doctor er, Pastor Rogers came in and mm. coached him, which is kind of yeah, that's awesome. Um, so later in 1997, he wins the Lifetime Achievement Award, and I believe this is the award that our dear friend Jeffrey Jeffrey uh, presents. Let's go, Jeff. I have a speech, but I don't see Jeffrey on here. Uh, but I do believe Jeffrey. Um. So in 1997, his show surpassed Captain Kangaroo for the longest time running television show. Captain Kangaroo. Uh, for children. He also was added, he got his Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame in 1998. Uh, he introduced <laughs> Coco the Gorilla. Okay. In 1998, July on July 28th. Um, and if you know... If, if you know Mr. Rogers, you know Coco. Coco was uh, Mr. Rogers' biggest fan. Okay. Uh, Coco loved his show. Yep. And when uh, Rogers found out about this and brought Coco onto the show. Um, who's, like, like, who's Coco? Like, Coco is a gorilla at the zoo <laughs> that okay. watched his show. Okay. And loves Mr. Rogers. A gorilla. A gorilla. Like a monkey, a gorilla. Loved his show. Loved his show. And And so Rogers found out about this and invited Coco on the show. And Coco came to the studio and everything and saw Mr. Rogers and ran and hugged him, which is really sweet. 
Um, and the next thing you know, Coco runs and grabs Mr. Rogers' shoes, his slippers, for him yeah. to put on. Because Coco's like, it's time. Let's, you know, go, go, go. Yeah. And so Coco joined and um, taught children about monkeys and just that kind of stuff. It was really cool. Uh, 1999, he was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Uh, he, um, in 2001, uh, September 11th, he did a public service announcement talking about 9-11. Okay. Um, and he he educated parents on the best way to um, discuss that topic with their children. Really? He, as much as he was there for children, um, he talked about divorce and hunger and just things that happen in life. Um, yeah. He and also helped like parents. He helped tell their parents. Kids about it. He helped parents tell their kids about it. As much as he was there for the kids, he was also there for adults, um, which is so cool. His final episode aired on August thirty first, two thousand one, uh, and it was of course on PBS. Um, was he just Was he just getting too old? He, he just felt like it was time. Wow. He did, um, and so he said he he talks about it through prayer and all kinds of other stuff that he was like it's it's time for me to retire, and so. Mm. He he's like I feel like I've covered everything that I can possibly talk about. I've and it's up to the next generation to take care of this. Yeah. In 2022, he received the president presidential freedom award or medal of freedom. Yeah. And so, and then in 2003, he passed away um, from stomach cancer at age mm. 74. 74. So a little bit about his wife, Miss Joanne. Miss Joanne. Um, continued his legacy on which is so cool um yeah and if you talk if you see any interview after her husband passed away mr rogers um she still lights up which is so sweet she what she still lights up she still smiles and glistens to talk about her husband yeah that's awesome she did everything to preserve his memory and continued to fight for education for children and just this this woman is amazing and as much as we don't hear about her she did so much in the background to support her husband. Yeah. Um, she she took care of him obviously towards death. Um, she was she was his main support, but she's just such an awesome woman. I, yeah. I can't go on and on about her. So in 2012, we get introduced to Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. So Daniel, Daniel Tiger. Tiger's neighborhood is obviously it's a mix of the Children's Corner and Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> And it is a spinoff animated television show to recognize Mr. Rogers, but also to continue on all the life lessons that children need to learn nowadays and continue mm-hmm. children education and development it is owned by the Mr. Rogers Foundation, um, which continues to fight for um, television to be educational for children, um, making sure that bad stuff just isn't aired, essentially, yeah. and, and fights for kindness for all people. Um, and then uh, in um, 2018, we celebrated the 50th anniversary um, of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And um, we had, stamp- of course, stamps and documentaries and movies have all come out since. Something that uh, I did not cover, the, just my notes, of, my timeline of notes doesn't have it in it. But Mr. Rogers was also the first to, um, he's one of the first to publicly broadcast against uh, segregation which was cool so really what you see is mr rogers was the first to um so the way the episode starts it's a very hot day mr rogers is has a kiddie pool and he's 
uh, sitting in a lawn chair in a kiddie pool with his feet in the water splashing around. Um, so, which is then followed by the postman coming up and talking to Mr. Rogers. Um, and it's really, really cool because you see this interaction between these two men. Uh, the The postman is an older black gentleman, and he comes and Mr. Rogers invites him to wait in the pool with him. To what? To 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 splash in the water to set to to get in the pool with him. Okay. Um, go swimming like two dudes. No, no, no. Swim. We're talking about kiddie pool, so they're just their feet are just in it because obviously this is television. They're not gonna like this yeah, was yeah, live. Yeah, okay, you can't okay. do that. Um. So they he takes off his shoes and puts his feet in the water. So we're breaking one cultural barrier there. Um. But afterwards, Mister Rogers. Dries off his feet with it, or the um, the gentleman has to go. The mailman has to go. He dries off his feet with a towel, hands it to Mister Rogers, and Mister Rogers dries off his feet with the same towel. Wow, which is very revolutionary. And that was not okay during that time. No, well, I I mean segregation had been over. Like you know, the world yeah. should have been changed by then. Well, I mean, it's um, not even changed. It's now. not changed now, sadly. But the world was supposedly over all this. We we'd come to realize that all people are created equal, yeah. Um, but still, television had not necessarily fully accepted that, or most of the world hadn't accepted that. Mm. And so, to see this publicly broadcasted was such a huge ordeal. Yeah, I'm but sure it was so amazing. A lot of, like people who hated that. I, there, it, there was a lot that was like, "This is not okay," you know. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But Mister Rogers wasn't concerned about what people talked or thought. Yeah, he was concerned about reaching that one child and what was right, and what was right, and yeah. making sure that they knew that their feelings were valued. Mm-hmm. It was okay to be a human being with emotions. Yeah. It was okay to be a person who loved and laughed, and it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. It's okay that he talked. He, one of his one of my favorite episodes is where he talks about divorce, and you can see in his heart, you can see his heart breaking for children having to go through this. Yeah, but he talks about. This is okay. You're going to make it. And it's yeah. okay to be upset. And he talks about now your mommy or daddy might have a new person come around. Mm. And he talk, he talks about this. Honestly, he w- if I could compare him to anything, he was a virtual counselor for so many children, which was so cool. Yeah. Um, and you see, he's one of those people who lives out Jesus mm. without talking about Jesus. Yeah. If that makes sense at all. Because he lived it, I mean, out Christian worldview. He lived out the love of Christ. Yeah. But he never had to state it. I mean, the biggest thing I'm kind of getting from from him is that he loves people very well. He did. It talks about uh, the verse that love covers multitude of sin, like all multitudes of sin. And yes. um, I think just no matter what, you could just see Mr. Rogers just love people. Yeah. He, love God, love people. It's, it's, it's what we can do, Seth. Just go out there and just love people the best way we can. No matter you know what they are, no matter situation they're in, uh, no matter uh, what they believe, um, it's not up to us to kind of condemn people. It's right. up to us to love them the best way possible. Yeah. And I'm glad Mr. Rogers did that. He his, did ministry through his screen. <laughs> his big one of his quotes. I have a couple of his quotes. So I'm gonna read them off real quick. Um, I, I have some. I've I've thankfully been able to write uh, three different papers on him. Uh, Oh wow! Throughout my academic career, yeah, so, yeah, like heroes and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, random fact about him: he 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 dove love into every aspect of his life. So he weighed um, a standing weight of 
143 pounds. Are you good? Yeah, I'm just stretching. Okay. So he weighed a standing weight of 134 pounds every morning, and he carried love throughout his life everywhere he goes. It says, um, so Roger said this, it takes one letter to say, it takes one letter to say I, four letters to say love, and three layers to say you. 143. So the one is I. Mm. Four layers. So he weighed 143 every morning to remind himself to say I love you and to oh. spread love everywhere he went. Wow. Really cool. Um, he always said, I like you just the way you are. Uh, I'm trying to scroll through. Um, yeah. He... He answered every piece of fan mail. He didn't have anybody else to do that. Him and his wife sat at the kitchen table every day did that. and answered every letter. That's a lot. By hand. Yeah. They said yeah. they wrote thousands upon thousands of letters. Yeah. And one of the one of the saddest children felt so comfortable writing to him. Uh, a typical letter would sound like, Today my dog died. I was very sad. He was he will always be in our hearts. This afternoon we had a little funeral. Wow. He would receive letters like this, and Rogers would write back. Um, this this specific letter came from a girl named Anita, and he would he would cry over these letters. He he could hear the children's hearts breaking, these, yeah. and he would write back. He would write back something like, "I hear you know, I hear yeah. you. It's very sad when these things, and you know, offer advice back." Yeah. Um. And I, I'm trying to read through this paper as quickly as I can to catch out the quotes and stuff I have written in here. Um. Is this all your notes? Yeah. Well, the, I'm reading the pa- one my last paper I wrote on him. Uh, wow. How long have you been fascinated by him? Um, probably since I was about ten. And you're fifteen? Nineteen. Yes, I'm fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Five so years. Five years. Yep. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> uh. So Officer Clemens was the um gentleman who they shared the pool, and um. He, again, it was a hot day, and he washed, uh, uh, so he actually helped wash his feet. He dried off Officer Clement's feet. Really? That's awesome. showing, you know, Jesus washing the disciples' feet. Um, And Officer Clement's um, later, his name, his actual name was Clement's. His last name was actual Clement's. Yeah. Um, And Clement's later stated, uh, so his quote says, I am a black gay man, and Fred Rogers washed my feet. Mm-hmm. This show, and then he goes on later to talk about this shows the love of Christ. Yeah, and so it was really neat. Um, Did that guy like go to Christ after that? I believe Mister Rogers was able to lead him to Christ. That's amazing, that, which is so cool. Um, yeah, he's just he's he's such a crazy guy. I could talk on and on, um, but we probably just need to wrap this up. In yeah. short, <laughs> he's awesome. I love him. He's yeah. cool. I can't wait to go to heaven and meet him. Yeah, I'm glad there's there was an example, and there still is an example of. Just Jesus out there in today's world at yeah. such a high, high influence rate. You know what I'm saying? A high influential level. Yeah. It's it's so cool. I don't know. I've rambled. I should shut up. <laughs> no, it's good, man. Push my bike away. You take no, it. you're good. You're good. Okay. I mean, I think I think you covered it all, man. I just something to, to finish the day off with is, man, just show people as much love as possible, whether they're they're gay, they're a different color than you, or yeah. if they have different political beliefs. All, say, like, none of that matters. People, just love people. No matter what. Just everybody's a human. Yeah. I feel like we should always treat people with love. Uh, 
love loves what will fix our world <laughs> like i said man it's not our it's not our job to condemn people it's our job to love people amen so be a mr rogers find uh, uh i would say be a jesus be, a be jesus. G, be G, not a jesus but be jesus be jesus there's one be like jesus. One jesus remember to show love challenge your ah can we challenge our listeners can we do that yeah, challenge challenge them bro i challenge you today to show love to one random stranger and then record record you doing it or record the story of something like something. Hey, I did that. Your post reaction, whatever, tag us in it. And then we'll repost it and we'll yeah. talk about it because we'd love to hear how you are yeah. showing love. So Yeah. Go out, be awesome. Remember there is always more. No matter what. Uh Whether, there's always you can always show more love. So. Yeah. PS. Oh, PS. There is always more. There's always more. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening to your fifth favorite podcast. P.S. There is more. If you enjoyed hanging out with us, make sure to follow us on Instagram at P.S. There is more. For more of these delectable audio nuggets called podcasts, we release extra episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash P.S. There is more, as well as exclusive merch discounts, behind the scenes content and more. Until next week, remember there is always more.